You're listening to The Kelly Track Show. I'm your host, Kelly Track, author, coach, and eternal optimist. Each week, I'll give you lessons to elevate your life, reclaim your personal power, and truly awaken and transform. Your best life starts right now. All right, my friends, welcome to the show. If you are new, welcome. I'm so excited that the universe has brought us together. And if you are a returning longtime listener, so stoked to have you back. Today, you're in for a treat. We have Nishi Singhal here on the podcast. And Nishi is one of my star students in my course, Your Conscious Empire. And she is just somebody that is so living her genius and doing the work she was born to do. So you're going to learn a little bit more about how she got going with her business, how she started doing intuition coaching, how she booked her first paid client, how she had the courage to launch her business. She already had a health coaching business a few years prior. And we talk about the differences between her old business versus the business she's running now and just how she's so much more clear about what she's created and how she is just so much more energetically in her worth and excited to share it. And we just talk about those two things in depth in this episode today. Nishi is such a ray of light. She also talks about what it's like to be an intuition coach, what a session is like with her, how she works with her clients, what intuition even means. And also we talk about your red thread. And the red thread is something that I teach inside Your Conscious Empire. It's something that's going in my upcoming book, which I'm so excited to share with you. Uh, My book is available uh, in the fall of 2021. So it's going to be exactly a year away from when you can read it, but you're going to get a sampler now um, with my chat here today with Nishi. And we talk about about pretty much how everything in her past had contributed to her doing this work today in the present moment and how all of her past experiences and jobs and studies really led her to doing this exact thing that is truly in alignment with her genius. So if you feel like you need more accolades or awards or experience in order to get started, I think this episode will be really expansive for you because we talk about the red thread concept. Now, who is Nishi Singhal? Well, let me break it down for you. Nishi is an intuition coach, a public health expert, and certified yoga teacher. Inspired by her work with children through teaching yoga, Nishi wrote a friendship story, Heart and Mind, to introduce the lesson of presence so that anyone, big or small, can live a more balanced and joyful life. She also created Joy Parade, an online space dedicated to teaching individuals how to access their intuition and apply it to their day-to-day living. The name, Joy Parade, represents the partnership between intuition, or heart, where we find our true joy, and the mind, which loves to organize and create structure, just like a parade. P.S. Joy Parade. How cute is that? Like, super cute. (laughs) Nishi makes using intuition accessible, possible, and straightforward. Through one-on-one coaching, she helps individuals wake up from the autopilot mind, its stories, its beliefs, and patterns, and helps them connect to their intuition. Her underlying goal is to bring heartfulness, which is the joy of being, to the concept of mindfulness, which is being present in everything we do. Using mindfulness, yoga, yoga, and meditation as jumping off points, and then using the power of presence and intuition to handle stress mindfully with grace and feeling good on the inside while getting things done and trusting the natural unfolding of life. Nishi is also the director of the Lively Community Foundation, and she also has a bachelor's degree in psychology from the University of Michigan and a master's degree in public health from the University of Illinois at Chicago. So without further ado, we're going to get into the pod. And one more quick thing before we get going on the topic of finding your genius. Have you taken my free quiz called what's your zone of genius? Do you like that segue? I hope you do because that was the segue. If you have not 
taken my free quiz, I would absolutely love to help you figure out what you are truly gifted at. You can take this super fun little two minute quiz, answer 13 really fun questions. And in return, I'm going to guess your zone of genius and break down for you in a free five page report what your zone of genius is, what genius type you have. There's over 15 different types of genius types. You're going to learn how you can build a business around your genius, how to monetize it, what you could sell based on your unique gifts and abilities and talents, how you could be marketing it, and most importantly, how you could be earning 10k months in your digital business if you found your genius and monetize it. So you can get that free report by taking the quiz at kellytrack.com slash genius. That's kellytrack.com slash genius. All right, my friends, let's go to today's show. All right, Nishi, <laughs> welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to have you here. So before we dive in, I have some rapid fire questions for you. If you are open to some rapid fire. Yeah, that sounds fun. Bring okay. it on. Cool. <laughs> Favorite crystal. Oh, okay. I have to say rose quartz just because it's so pretty. You know, I think the color is so pretty. Um, the rose quartz that I have too, it's, it's a pretty big one. It's about the size of my palm and it's right next to my bed on my nightstand. So yeah, I have to say rose quartz because it's both pretty to look at and just something about it feels very calming. I've actually tried meditating with it too a couple of times by placing it on my heart chakra and yeah, it just feels very soothing. Nice. I love that. Yeah, Rose Quartz is so pretty. I mean, who can deny pink? <laughs> yeah. And then what do you prefer, digital calendar or pen and paper? Mm, this is a good question. So now I have to say everything is online for me. My calendar is online. My to-do list is online. But I do still have a pen and paper like task list on my desk still. Um, I definitely used to be like a planner girl in school, like elementary school throughout, you know, going into university and everything. Um, but I remember a few years ago starting to see myself having the in-person planner, like the physical planner, but also an online calendar. And I felt like I was writing everything double or even three times. So used to be pen and paper girl, but now I'm, I'm all online. Nice. And you know what? That's so funny because I was so much of like a planner girl in like elementary school and high school. And when you got like your school agenda, did you guys get school agendas at your school? Like where the school gave you one? Yep. Okay. Yep. Those were like the highlight of my year. I'm like, oh my God, my new agenda, put my birthday in it. <laughs> yeah. Same. And then what's your favorite way to get into alignment? Oh, that's a great question. You know, honestly, I have been practicing um, finding my current, like my now alignment. So mm. before I probably say, you know, a long walk, a podcast, cup of matcha, tea. Um, but now I'm finding myself, I'm, I'm basically practicing like being my intuition versus uh, doing a question answer with my intuition, if that makes sense. So I'm realizing that each day, it's so different. So for example, today, I, I don't find myself like going onto Netflix that often, but today I ended up watching a couple episodes of the office on Netflix, which just felt like the best thing for me to do today. I felt like I really needed to laugh and just get like the seriousness out of my eyes 
kind of, you know, like out of me basically. Mm -hmm. So yeah, a few episodes watching an hour of the office, um, the U S version, not the British, British version that felt very aligning to me today. Um, yeah, but I, I do find that it changes. It could be a yoga practice. It could be a long walk. I mean, I'm a huge fan of podcasts and walking outside. So that those are definitely like the, the defaults, but I am practicing figuring out what my most now uh, alignment is in the current moment. I love that. Yeah, you're super grounded in the present moment. And that's something I really admire about you because I'm always like, what was aligning for me five months ago? And should I try that again now? <laughs> um, so I love how you're just sort of just like reaching for that thing that feels good in the moment. That's such a key important practice to always remember and something that I feel like I have to do a better job of remembering. And then what do you prefer, oceans or mountains? Like as in, would you prefer living next to one or the other? Are you more of like a ocean, water, sports kind of person or like mountains, you know, ski hike kind of person? Yeah, this is so funny. These are totally questions that I talk about with my friends pretty actively. And I remember the most recent time we talked about these questions, I was like, you know what, guys, I'm both going to live on a mountain with an ocean right next to me. So I want to have best of both. I will say, though, I think I am more of a like a mountain person. I love hiking. I love just like the greenery, the structure, like big rock formations. They're very um, just very soothing for me. Like in the States, I love going to places like Colorado and Utah and Arizona, just that sort of ge like geography, I guess I really enjoy. But um, I mean, who, who doesn't love the water? I think being by the wa water, of course, also feels really soothing. So I guess my answer is maybe both. <laughs> I love that. And you know, what was really funny as you were saying that I'm looking at your bio picture here on Skype and you've got your, there's green in the back and then there's like these natural rocks in this like wall. And then you're sitting on a wooden bench and I'm like, this is the articulation of like what you just said. So I love that so much. And then coffee or tea. Definitely tea. <laughs> nice. I not drink coffee. Yeah. And then my last rapid fire question for you is what's your favorite question to ask your intuition? Mm. favorite question is definitely what would bring me the most joy right now mm. love that that's such a good question that's like something to tattoo on your body on your face <laughs> I love that so much yeah so I want to get into uh, the nuts and bolts of the work you do and uh, how you came into intuition coaching. And, you know, now you help burnt out, unfulfilled women and you help them listen to their intuition and really apply it to their daily lives in a practical way so that they can really access their purpose and feel more worthy and really tap into that easeful way of living. So can you share a little bit more about how you got into this? Yeah, well, you know, in true Kelly track fashion, I realized that helping women listen to their intuition in order for them to feel more worthy, more easeful, align with their true purpose, that's really me working in my zone of genius because I was this woman not so long ago. I carried around a huge unworthiness story for so long that it just really caused me to effort more in the past. And it always made me feel like I needed to do more. I needed to be more. And it honestly caused me to climb a ladder in my previous career that I definitely did not want to be at the top of. 
even I would even schedule travel every year, like internationally and within uh, within the states. Um, not like with the underlying goal of <clears throat> more so check marking my way through the world versus mm. going somewhere, you know, with, from like a place of curiosity. So I realized when I did things from a place of I should do them versus I genuinely feel called to to do them, it all really felt like effort and it ended up burning me out. So it also definitely led to my shame, my work, my unworthiness story. I mean, basically, I felt like the more I did, the worse I felt. And I kept trying to patch up this like hole and this emptiness that I felt on the inside. And it just honestly got bigger and bigger and bigger. So it was a huge relief for me when I started changing my perspective and how to live my life by, you know, essentially starting to listen to myself. And I always knew I had a gut feeling and an intuitive knowing, but I definitely did not have the courage to both listen at times and then to even follow what I heard. And then as I started to do both and I started to integrate that more into, you know, not just in some moments, but in all moments, there was this feeling of ease that, you know, just started washing over me. And it, again, just felt like this huge sigh of relief when I realized I didn't have to follow a path that someone else has set for me or what the culture even prescribes. There really is like a me, like a higher version of me that, and I could listen to that me and I could dance to my own tune and, um, and also just feel so much better at doing all of that. Mm, I resonate with that so much. I feel like there was like, I call it like my past life. Cause I feel like when I was in business school and all of that, um, I just feel like that was just such a old version of me that I, I just like, don't even see even anymore. Like, it's just like so old, but I felt that way so much when I was like in high school and business school. And like after, after university, it was just like totally checking the boxes and like trying to like get other people's approval and like working in order to feel good about myself. And that concept of like, you know, listening to yourself, a listening and B following it was mm-hmm. like, that was like something for somebody else. Cause I would have been like, I, I don't even know what those two things are. So I totally connect with that part of your story. Cause I feel like I was exactly that sort of same way. Um, and then, you know, you work now, uh, doing intuition coaching. So can you maybe describe in your own words, how you would define intuition for the listener that's new to this or wanting to develop, you know, practicing, listening to that intuition? Yeah. Yeah, I would describe it as a deep well of wisdom within you. And I think this part is really important. And it's within you at all times. So we each have access to it in every single moment. And it's actually always speaking to us in every single moment as well. And to some intuition, it may not feel like it exists for them or they're not able to listen to their intuition. But I really believe that it's only because their awareness or I mean, all of us have this pattern. Our awareness for so long has been so caught up in our mental stories, in our mind thoughts, in our beliefs. And I think because listening to our intuition requires us to move our awareness away from the mental noise. You know, it's really why meditation and yoga can be really great starting points for some people, or even taking a walk in nature, maybe staring at the sunset, enjoying a cup of tea. 
you know, all of these really move you into that present moment where I believe you can access that deep well of wisdom that's within you at, at all times. Mm, yeah. I love that. How, how you mentioned that it's always there. Cause sometimes it can be like, you know, am I tapped in today? Am I in the flow? Like, am I connected to source energy? Like, am I really getting my like intuitive hits and downloads? And it's like that reminder that it's always there. We always can tap in. Like you just have to ask, you got to spend time with it. Um, I, I appreciate you saying that cause that really resonates for me, especially in the times when I feel super frantic. And when I feel like the least, you know, tapped into my intuition, it's so nice. And it feels so much like almost like a coming home of being like, yeah, it, it's always there. It's that well of wisdom. I love how you describe it as that well, like you're going, you know, deep down and getting the water out from the bottom and it's like the water's there, you know, if you use the, the machine to go get the little, the water out of the well. So I appreciate you showing that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I really love to stress the point that, you know, there isn't anything that you have to do before listening to your intuition. You know, I think, I think some people feel like, well, you know, I'm not really a meditator. I haven't really, I'm not really good at yoga or, um, I'm, I'm just someone who can't really sit still. And I think there's like this inherent belief that they have to go and do something before they can, you know, get the little gold medal star that tells them, okay, you're ready to start listening to your intuition when really, you know, in every moment you are ready. And like you said, I, I love the way you said it, that it really is like coming back home. And that's something that exists within all of us. And even, even young children, I mean, every single, I think soul, you know, that, that exists on this planet, um, has access to it. Mm -hmm. I totally agree. I totally agree. And then can you share a little bit about what like a coaching session would be like with you where you're working with a client on listening to their intuition, accessing their intuition, yeah. Yep. So I have a couple options of how I work with clients. So the first one, like for someone who needs help hearing their intuition and maybe feels as though their thoughts keep them too distracted from hearing what their intuition is saying. Um, what we would do is actually start working together for a month where we actually start by learning about the client's mental stories, which sounds, it could sound a bit counterintuitive since, you know, if the goal is to get out of the mind, why would we then go into the mind and start focusing on its thoughts? Um, but our goal isn't, you know, really simply to just move our awareness away from the mental noise and into the present moment but to also start to become more and more aware of these mind stories and patterns so that you can start to actually let go of them. You can let go of them. You can stop identifying with them as you. And then you can also remove that emotional charge or baggage. And we can really call that karma that's associated with these thought patterns. So this is really about letting go <laughs> that, you know, of everything that isn't you so that you can start allowing what is you joy, love, freedom, abundance, well-being to come through more and more through your intuition. And then the second way that we could that we could work together and this is more so for people who, you know, may already have a connection to their intuition, you know, that word intuition, maybe inner voice, these are all words that they use and they're able to hear their intuition and maybe even act on it. But when it comes to like the hard stuff in life, so 
maybe this is doing their taxes or, you know, dealing with family trauma. They feel as though intuition and connecting to the present moment really has no job there. So when we work together um, in this way, we, we work together for two months, and this is really essentially to get really, really good at hearing their intuition in all places of life. So they can bring in more and more courage into these, you know, hard, scary situations. And this this way of working together, this is really becoming like a ninja at trusting the universe and, you know, surrendering to the natural flow of life. So it's sort of like that next level of, um, both listening to your intuition and then having the courage to take action on it. Hmm. I love that. And actually, I love how you begin with the mind stories at square one in that, you know, first package and that first month of working with a client, because it makes so much sense. It's like almost this phase of unlearning before the learning, you know, which is so key. It's, and you know, even when I think back to when I, when I teach things or even how I, I frame a course or how I frame frame this book, I'm like, okay, what do they need to unlearn first? And then what do they need to learn? It's like, okay, let's get rid of this, you know, delete out these, you know, bad senses and then put these new senses in your head. Um, so I, I really like the way that you are teaching that. Cause I think me, you know, f- five years ago would totally need to be talking about like my ego stories and, you know, uh, my fears, my doubts, my worries, separating what's the mind versus the intuition or how you describe like, like the head, uh, and the heart, um, really clearing that up first and getting a grasp about that. And then moving into, you know, what does it sound like when I hear my intuition? You know, what does that, you know, feel like in my body? How do I know that it, it's coming from, um, my intuition. I think that makes so much logical sense. So I like how you've applied it in that, that way. Yeah. And I think it also makes it like a bit more accessible because I think mm-hmm. we have thoughts and fears and beliefs that we already know, like keep us very limited, you know, and, mm-hmm. and don't really feel good when we think them or feel those things. So I think just kind of realizing that those are actually really great like starting points for like quote unquote healing, you know, like kind of like a scab, I guess, like when you mm. get a skin, that's actually a great time that your body starts to jump in and starts healing that skin. It creates a little scab and then scab is gone. You have this beautiful new skin. So, you know, kind of in that same way, there's, there really is a gift and an opportunity in, um, in some of those negative thought patterns or story patterns, at least for me, it's really how, I've been able to, I think, integrate this work more and more in in my daily life versus before I I really loved learning about, you know, intuition, spirituality, law of attraction, manifestation. I love learning about that, but I did definitely treat it as a hobby and I didn't integrate it. And I did start doing that when I realized a lot of the hard and the scary stuff that's actually where I can allow like the light to start pouring in. And that, that sounds a bit maybe, um, abstract and a bit, maybe like a little, even like cheesy a little bit. But, um, I think, you know, especially with 2020, we've all mm-hmm. been and just with everything going on. Um, it, it really just led me to see how, man, like there, there's always an, an unknown there, even when quarantine wasn't happening, even before 2020, like there really isn't much like mind control that we have right on our future life and how everything will sort of turn out. 
And there has to be like a different strategy that at least I felt like I needed to implement in my life where I wasn't so then, um, affected, you know, by what was happening in the larger world. So it it really felt like a, a necessary practice for me to integrate into. So I wasn't falling prey, um, you know, like the pendulum swing of feeling great and content and secure to then feeling anxious and scared and, and fearful. Mm -hmm. I can definitely relate with the pendulum swing. (laughs) I visualize like Miley Cyrus, like I came in like a wrecking ball. That is so me on the pendulum swing. Like some days it's like over there in like, you know, flying high, feeling good in my intuition. Everything's great to like, holy shit, my life is going up in flames. Like I swear my pendulum, (laughs) it swings. So yeah, the intuitive work and tapping back in is, is so key. So I want to chat a little bit more about, um, kind of your, your red thread as I call it, which is, um, something that's going in my book and something I teach in your conscious empire about, you know, how of all your past experiences have brought you to the present moment to do the work that you are doing right now. Um, and you know, I really love that you take this concept of intuition that's huge and kind of intimidating and daunting, and you can break it down for somebody and share it in a really accessible, uh, simple, possible and straightforward way. So I want to kind of deep dive into sort of how you found your zone of genius. Cause I definitely think you're living your genius. You know, you feel like you're living in your genius. Um, it's like when I go on your website, it's like, you know, like genius alert, like genius alert, like you're so in it. And for the person that's feeling not in their genius, I kind of would love to go through your, your path and, um, talk about the elements of your red thread and your past experiences and how they brought you to the current present moment, you know, cause we were talking about, you know, a little bit about your, your genius in the private intensive we did, uh, together. And I know you have your psychology degree from the university of Michigan. You worked in public health for 10 years. You have your yoga teacher training. You went to IIN. You're the director of Jess Lively's foundation. You're a published author, and you've also studied under Eckhart Tolle and Joe Dispenza and Jess Lively. So how do you feel like all of these experiences have brought you to this place now where you are, you know, running a business teaching intuition to clients? Yeah, that's a really, really great question. And definitely one that I would be very curious to learn more about from from other people. So I have to say that all of my past experiences, even including ones that weren't that you did not list. So for example, I worked um, in a cancer research lab for about three years. All of them have given me this skill set of being able to look at any problem, situation, organization, like anything from a higher perspective, from a bird's eye perspective. And, you know, this to me, basically what, what I, what I'm able to now see through or the lens that I can see through, this means to me that everything has a reason for being and everything can be solved and figured out and ironed out and fixed. So I've witnessed that in all different types of industries that I've, you know, participated in. So that's healthcare, policy, wellness, clinical research. In all of these, in order to be able to look at a situation on hand from a different perspective and to be able to come to, you know, whatever the needed solution is regarding that that situation, you have to step away from any preconceived notions that you might have, which really means taking that bird's eye perspective, like taking yourself out of your body. I'm kind of picturing like the Sims game, Mm -hmm. taking 
out of that little tiny sim and have that giant perspective, which really is basically stepping away from your mind. So stepping away from any preconceived notions. And this is where you can really start to see that something other than your mind is at play here, which I can now call my intuition. So even though like now I, I love like spirituality and, you know, reading books like Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle, uh, it's really what I do in my free time. Um, I, I work for Jess Lively, for example, for her foundation, but I consume her content. So like not as an employee, but as a person, because that's what I enjoy doing. So I love all of that stuff, but I also love how applicable and practical it is to use something other than your mind to solve problems and to innovate and to incorporate creativity into your work. So really everything that I've experienced, every, you know, place that I've worked with or worked in volunteered all my past, I've, I've actually gone through a lot of schooling. I went to university, I got a master's degree, and then I've I've done many different like online certification programs, anything I've done, it's always just given me that higher level perspective. I think it's also helped me take the perspective of someone else. So I'm able to put myself in someone else's shoes, maybe not getting to the level of like empathy. So I'm not getting stuck at the level of the problem, but I'm able to just basically see different people's perspectives. So doing that over and over and over, um, again, in work situations and personal relationships, it's, it's really given me this perspective that, oh, everything makes sense. There's a reason that, you know, maybe personal dynamics are the way they are. Organizations are set up in the, in the way that they are even looking at like the collective level, why our governments are set up the way they are. Everything, everything starts to make sense but you don't get stuck there. So, so don't get stuck there, but then being able to take the perspective of like, well, if that's why everything was created, clearly there's a way to then start changing things and bring in a new energy, a new solution to a problem. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're so great at seeing that bird's eye perspective and like you know, understanding, you know, things where you are speaking to somebody and you can, I feel like you're just so innately intuitively good at just being like, you know, solving it or seeing the patterns or seeing how things go together or like just that sort of like almost problem, problem solving mode, but problem solving in like a really grounded, intuitive, like holistic way. So yeah, I feel like it makes, it makes so much sense that you are doing intuition work now. And then do you feel like, um, you know, based on sort of the concept of the red thread, do you feel mm -hmm. like everything you've done along your journey has really prepared you for at this point in time? Because so many times I have people that listen to the show or clients that come to me and they're like, I don't have enough experience. I feel like I haven't, I want to do this thing, but I like literally am pulling this out of thin air when in fact they have been doing it, but in different capacities in other, uh, you know, ways of working or volunteering or school or learning or just like life experience in general. So do you feel like kind of this, this concept of like everything that you have done has brought you to this point in time? Yeah, definitely. Of course. I mean, there are even 
just small examples of how when I worked um, in my previous career, public health, I I worked as a project manager and I was managing teams. And I had about a team of four people that I had, I was managing and I was both, you know, in charge of the, like our clients and ensuring that we're meeting our, our clients needs. But I was also obviously in charge of managing these people's needs as well. And really from there, I mean, I've, I learned how to organize myself. I learned how to um, articulate like the needs of our organization, whether that's to our client, whether that's to the people that I manage very clearly, I was able to listen very effectively and openly. Um, I think especially when you're working with clients one-on-one in, in any capacity, if you're doing that through your own business, if you're doing that through an, another organization and whatever that role might be a business coach, coach and intuition coach, but then even like a healthcare consultant, which is what I was working as before. I mean, listening is is such a great skill set. And thankfully, you know, my past career, all of my experience has has really equipped me um, with that skill set. I grew up hearing that, you know, Nishi, you're you're such a great like life coach for us, or you give such great advice, you're such a great listener. And and all of that was was really great to of course hear since I I did enjoy being the friend that listened to my friends and offered them advice. But I think that that probably that innate um skill set in me and that innate affinity for even doing that sort of work, plus all of my experience with actually then practicing that skill set and applying that skill set, even in a corporate type of setting, helped really, you know, <laughs> not only help with, with my mindset of, of knowing that, oh, okay, I, I can do this now as an intuition coach and I could build my own business and I can, you know, I, I can receive payment from, from clients in exchange for the skill set that I have. It also just helped me put into practice my past experiences, what I liked about it, what I didn't like to like about it. I think any experience that I've had, it basically is, is taught me, um, what feels good for me to, to take from that experience. And then maybe what doesn't feel good of maybe how I've worked in the past team or how that organization was structured. And it actually felt like I didn't have maybe enough time, um, working with clients one-on-one. I didn't have enough time with, you know, um, attending those, those one-on-one meetings with clients. So some of those takeaways have been super duper helpful, when I now get to be my own boss, I get to be my own business owner, I get to be my own like employee essentially, um, and I can start building in those different systems based on what I've learned uh, from my past experiences. Mm, yeah, that's such a good one too. And one I don't even teach in the red thread, um, but it makes so much sense about like um, the contrast of your past experiences. And that's just such a good point to like add into the concept of the red thread is like, you know, when you have the contrast as Abraham Hicks would say of like what you like and what you don't, and then you know what you don't like. And then in your own business, you're like, well, I'm going to just make it more of what I like. I think that's so smart and such a great way to look at it too. Cause you are building the, like the, the product or the thing or the service or the course that like you wish you had in the first place. And I totally resonate with that because so much of what I build is like, you know, 
oh, like I bought so-and-so's course, but like it, it sucked or it wasn't super clear or I didn't understand what I was doing or I didn't understand how to hook up all the tech or like I felt overwhelmed or it wasn't like um, pretty enough. <laughs> and I'm like, well, how can I make it simpler and more pretty and more step-by-step and like, you know, more simple. So I totally, I totally resonate with that. I want to shift gears a bit and talk a little bit more about your business and how you built it because you are one of my star students from your conscious empire and you hired me for a full day private intensive to work on your business a bit. So I want to kind of talk about, you know, where you were before all of this good stuff. So, you know, back in, you know, rewinding to way, way before all of joy parade and before all of this good stuff arrived and was launched, what was Mm -hmm. your biggest roadblock that was holding you back from really pursuing this and creating this business? Definitely my mindset. So my mindset of I'm not able to make money and also make an impact while doing the work that really lights me up. And I also think the idea that, you know, by working with women one-on-one, I would have to sacrifice my own well-being. And that belief really was there because my mind was so stuck to the idea that I had to make my work really hard in order for it to be worthwhile. So I had to make it very hard. I had to basically burn myself out. And if it wasn't at that caliber of being hard, then that, that means it it wasn't even worthwhile enough to go and take action on and and to go share with the world. Hmm. I so resonate with that. Like I literally, I'm like, Holy moly. Oh my God. Yeah. I, I a hundred percent agree with that. Cause I felt like I always had to pursue like the biggest, hardest projects, like, building a tech startup that would try to, you know, whatever, sell it for literally 500 million was a goal I had written literally on paper. Um, like before I turned 30 and like made the cover of Inc magazine. And if like, I wasn't pursuing that level of difficulty, then it pretty much didn't count or like was stupid. Cause it's like, I don't know. That was just a story. I think we're just told growing up is like, you got to work really, really hard to be successful. And if you're not working really, really hard, then you're not successful. So I totally get that. And yeah, the mindset piece is, is so big. And what also helped me back from starting my business as well. And, you know, I would love to learn a little bit more about how you made that intentional choice to, you know, actually go for it and enroll in your conscious empire and, you know, book a one day private intensive with me. How did you come to that decision? Yeah, so I have to definitely give some credit to 2020. (laughs) (laughs) You know, not only I, but I think the rest of us, right? Obviously, the whole world, we've been quarantined. Um, My spring and summer travel plans were all canceled. I, um, there was a consulting job that was going to start for me. It was basically a contract job that was going to start in March. That was put on hold. And I, I remember spending a week back in March of, you know, 2020, you know, falling into a little bit of that, of the, of the drama of like the victim story of this is all happening just to me. You know, of course this is happening to me. And thankfully I have a very low appetite for that sort of drama and that sort of victimhood. So I then decided to basically stop and pause and just try to, you know, connect my intuition, let out a lot of deep breaths and figure out, you know, what is it that I want? What is it that I can do? What, what is the purpose of this? We're all, we're all in the same boat, but what is it 
here that I think is maybe trying to, to teach me or show me. And I was doing all of that before you, Kelly, had um, had shared that your conscious empire was opening up for enrollment. So when I received your email about that, I, I was on your email list. I, um, you know, I've always, you know, watched your Instagram posts, and I actually started consuming your podcast more on a weekly basis. I would say starting in 2020, like back in January, I can't even say why. You know, I I just remember I, I started listening to it. Like I would. I would check my Apple app, my, the podcast app to see like, okay, wait, when does her episode come out? Is it today? When is there a new episode? So all of that had already started happening. And so then when you had sent the email about your conscious empire, the course opening up, it just felt like the whole year already, including my little drama, that week long drama that I had, it seemed like all signs were basically pointing me to go and work with you. Like it actually... I remember attending your, your webinar for it. Not sometimes when I attend those webinars, it really is because I want to learn more. And and I definitely did want to learn more about the course and what it would look like, you know, working with you, but I kind of already knew going into it that I was going to say yes. And I have to say it really is because, um, the time of just stopping and pausing and trying to figure out, you know, all of these grand plans that I had, I, going to travel to India and then travel to Bali. And I um, was excited to start this new little contract position that where I could work, you know, on it from anywhere. All of those plans, I had very specific uh, mental plans that my mind was really stuck to. All of that was literally gone, right? Within like a week of just the world changing. And um, it really felt like this universal assignment for me to like, you know, shut up, sit down, <laughs> pause, stop, stop the mind drama. There is something here for you. And really your course came at the best time for me. So it was a very, very easy yes to enroll in the course. And, um, I have to say also, I, I then signed up to, to do a private intensive with you, Kelly. And another big part of 2020 that we've all been experiencing you know, with everything going on, the Black Lives Matter protests and just everything that that's happened um, this year, that it was a very, you know, powerful moment, I think, for everyone. And for me, what it allowed me to realize is how I was actually still like limiting myself. I was still limiting the full expression of me. And it was because of the stories that I still had about my own skin color um, I mean, I grew up very fortunate. I attended the best schools. I had all sorts of opportunities. And as the world was, you know, really educating itself and turning over all of its blind spots, let go of stereotypes and pre- like prejudices, I was also doing the same. But through that process, I realized how much baggage I still had regarding my own skill, my own skin color, and what it means to be brown. And it was just this huge realization of if I don't feel comfortable being my full authentic self, then how could I ever cheer on another to be their full authentic self? So that, so everything that was going on, it really helped me shine a light on all sorts of judgments and fears that I had. Um, I remember texting this to a friend. It was something like, you know what? Fuck it. Like I'm tired of holding together this persona 
it was really starting to feel more and more like a straight jacket. Like I'm done with it. I'm ready to be out there. I'm ready to use my voice. And all of this was happening as I was taking your course, as I was showing up every week, you know, the office hours, um, finishing up my course modules, following up with all of like the mindset journaling prompts and the homework that we had each week. And through that process and, and through all of these realizations that I was having of really like, man, I'm, I'm so limiting myself, you know, like how, how can I still have this baggage within me? I knew that I had to sign up for that private intensive with you, Kelly, because I needed a bit more of that, you know, one-on-one hand-holding, um, the best part of working with the coach of just refining everything that I was learning to me because I knew it was really time for me to break out of the shell that I still was holding on to and really just put myself out there and, and use my voice. So I really felt like the gift of, you know, 2020, just all of these situations that, that were happening. So whether it's at the per, at your own personal level, or maybe even the collective level, there's of course, like a ton of shitty stuff going on, a ton of contrast, but it really ignited like a huge amount of action within me. And I think just everything flowed at the right time in terms of me um, signing up for your course. And then it prompted me to work with you one-on-one, like all the, all the actions definitely felt very aligned and one needed to happen, you know, in order to lead to like what the next step would then be. Mm, I so appreciate you sharing that so much. And with regards to everything incredible that you've created with your business, you are also so immensely great at taking action and doing the work and showing up courageously, which I so want to applaud you for. You were like super involved. You came to every single office hours. You did the homework. You asked great questions. You sent in questions every week. And I so see you for that and acknowledge you for that because, you know, that's where, that's where the work happens. And I'm just, I'm just so proud of you. And I'm just so honored that you are my star student, one of my star students. I have many others, um, but you are definitely one of my stars. So I so, I so appreciate you for that. And thank you for sharing that. And I applaud you for it too. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So do you feel like there was one point you could speak to, or was it just for like a bunch of sort of little science in the universe of like, I need to build this. Like, I really want to, you know, step into my voice and my full expression and like do this. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think like you said, I think it was definitely a series of, of little moments, you know, that, that kept leading up or leading to like the, the next moment. Um, back in 2019, I had actually quit my job and, um, I traveled for a few months and then that led me back to the States. I, I traveled abroad that led me back to the States and I had no idea what I would be, you know, doing or what my next step would be. And then that brought me to then go work with Just Lively on her Lively Community Foundation. That led me to realizing I wanted to write this children's book. That led me to realizing I didn't want to help. I had a health coaching business. I started in 2018. I didn't want to do that. So all of these little things definitely led to another, you know, the, the children's book that I wrote. It was actually about intuition and um, writing that and being in that whole process. It really was a great experience of, you know, listening to my intuition and then taking action on it. Exactly what I'm what, like I'm, I was practicing what I was preaching essentially. And, um, 
that all kind of led up to 2020. And I I think 2020, I, I keep saying this, but it really just has felt like, I think again, for everyone, it's really felt like this huge, like harvesting year or just this huge, like unearthing year. And then being able to plant new seeds to then grow new, new fruit from that. And, um, I think because over and over and over, I saw how my mind would get attached to something new and exciting, like a new shiny penny. And then it either didn't work out as I thought it would be, or just everything was canceled. Um, and then I, I think really like the, the story I mentioned about, um, me realizing how I still had my own baggage and, and my own stories about, you know, my skin color being brown and, um, me having like an ethnic name, even though I was like born and raised in, in the United States, I, I still had this feeling of like being less than maybe other people around me based on like skin color and, and what their name was that, I mean, I think all of that really led to this point of like, oh my goodness, like it's time to stop. I, I think something really switched for me and I'm so, so thankful, Kelly, that I was working with you at that same time because you have, honestly, I, you're not only my business coach. I just feel like you're, you're my coach coach, like my life coach, you know, my, <laughs> my mindset coach, all of it, because all of the work, even though I, I, you know, I was focusing on business, your modules or coaching, it was focused on, on the business stuff. It all still went back to that mindset work and that mindset work doesn't even, you know, or it doesn't only touch the business stuff. It, it really touches everything, mm-hmm. right? In reality, sometimes we, we really do like to categorize our life, but in reality, all of it's the same. So how, how I am in my business, it's going to be how I am in life, like in relationships and, and in other parts of my life. So yeah, I, I think it was really all of it. And I think the big, the big one, like the big shift for me was definitely realizing like, holy crap, I still have this story. Like, I, I think I thought I was so beyond that of believing that I was what I look like basically. And, and I, I knew that I, I didn't like, I, I didn't see other people that way, but that started to feel a bit, you know, weird. If, if I saw myself as less than how, how can I be authentic about supporting others? So I knew I had to be authentic about supporting myself in order to then authentically support others as well. So that was a really, really huge shift for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, thank you for sharing that. Yeah, and the other thing I had wanted to kind of touch on and dive deeper into, you know, is just how much crazy momentum that you've made, you know, so I'm going to brag about you for a second. <laughs> I saw this funny meme. It was like, Leo's will brag about you behind your back. And I, I posted on my stories being like, Leo's like me will brag about you to your face. So here's my opportunity to brag about you, Nishi. So you built, this was like literally in three months, you built your website, you created your packages, you got your legal work in place. You hired me for a private intensive. You hired uh, Jenna Tilgis of Sunday Studio to do your branding and your web design. You launched your site. You created your Joy Journal freebie, you started your email list, and you launched your published book, and you got your first paid client. So, since all that good stuff, how has your life changed since then? Yeah, that's a great question. You know, I just feel so much more aligned with my true core self. And 
it's just made life feel so much more free and more fun. I think really working in line with my purpose and just like being me. Um, I also have to say that by doing all this stuff, by putting myself out there, I, I can really now start to see my fears as, as what they are at just as fears, because, you know, the worst, the very worst fear that I, I had was of being judged and, and, you know, basically put down and, and made fun of, and none of that has, has come true. So, you know, although that fear still tends to pop up, especially if I'm creating something new, like Instagram content and email working about to go work on uh, a concept call with the client or working with the new client, even if that fear still comes up, I, I can really now see it for what it is because of this experience so far, because I went so fast, because I went, I just like put everything out there. I talked about it a lot. I told everyone I knew. I still talk about it a lot. It just, I don't know. It all felt very both. It like helped me dissipate my fear, but it also just felt very freeing. You know, I think I always had all this stuff in me and really with your support, with Jenna's support, with all the branding stuff, with everyone in the community of, of your course as well, it just helped me be the person that I've, I've really always been. So I think life looks different in the way of I'm just able to live with so much more ease because there's less energy that I have to put up. There's less like upfrontness. There's less of a persona. I think that I have to put on, you know, when I wake up, I don't have to put my persona armor on anymore. I don't have to put my little mask on anymore. I, I can just be me and, you know, really focus on what being me feels like, which is feels really fun and very free. Mm, I love that. I feel like you are so yourself. And once again, that's sort of that at home, like you're so at home. Like, I feel like when people click into their genius and they find their genius and they build something around their genius and they're doing it, it's like, you're really living in alignment with your truth and who you are and your joy and what you love. And I can so clearly see that in you. And it just sort of like radiates. It's like this aura. Um, so that always makes me just so stoked. I actually, this is so, uh, interesting. I don't think I ever, I never did tell you this. Um, I was doing a bunch of subconscious work with Christy Bartelt, um, who I work with as my mentor. And we were doing some like work around what my purpose was in my lifetime. And I was actually visualizing, it was like me, I was like, Oh, I'm like, you know, helping people and like helping them like step into their light. And then I visualized you Nishi and I was visualizing like you stepping into your light and then you helping other people step into their light. And like, I was visualizing this like ripple reflect, reflect ripple effect I was creating. And I was just, Oh my God, starting to cry. But I thought of you and my intuition work and my subconscious. So I so appreciate you. And I just so totally see you doing it. And it makes me so proud and I'm so happy. And it's so beautiful to me that you know, you are creating this in, you know, your clients' lives and, you know, doing the work that you're supposed to be doing and helping other people, you know, live in alignment with their truth and their intuition and their inner voice. And that's just so powerful. So I'm very, very proud, very, very proud. And the one more thing I want to chat about is your, your big win of getting your first paid client. So can you share a little bit about how you got that first initial one? Yes, 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 yes. So I honestly feel like once I started putting myself out there, once I had my website, the offerings finalized, you know, the email list, the target market, all of that stuff, I was like, all right, I'm so ready to pop this out, to share it with the world, to, to talk about it, 
Instagram. I emailed everyone I knew. I basically just started talking and sharing about it a lot. And because I had a health coaching business that I had started in 2018, I could see like the huge difference in like two years ago, basically, and how I was approaching that and how I was approaching Joy Parade. Because in that previous business, I, I really wasn't as successful as I was hoping it to be. And I can see so, so clearly now it's because I wasn't clear of who I was and what I was offering. And I also didn't talk about it. Like I did not put myself out there at all. And I can see how in 2018, I was basically not, you know, owning who I was. And I was really putting out the energy of sort of being ashamed of myself. Whereas now there is a huge, clear difference in my energy. Um, I think because, you know, of everything I'm describing, I went really deep into what I wanted to do, who I was. And, um, your course was really helpful in like the whole zone of genius exercise of when do you feel most fun and free and what are you good at? And, um, all of those exercises really helped me to go deep, which is why I feel like everything I do now just feels so me and so authentic to me. And that might, sound even more nerve wracking to put yourself out there when it almost feels like more an extension of yourself. Um, but I think because I enjoy the work so much, like the fear and anxiety aren't even needed. I, they, of course they, they pop in time to time because of course we're human. We have these human minds. So they'll, they'll still pop in, but it, it's like, I, I don't even feel like I need to take them on the ride with me. So I, I think the short answer is that this first client, this first paid client, you know, it felt like it came, they, she came in when I was basically ready to be the coach and, and own it fully. And because I had this business that I had started off with, you know, two years ago, I, 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 now I can see, I'm so happy that I started that health coaching business in 2018, because it shows me exactly what I'm doing and how, what I'm doing is the right way to go. And how this, it has to be the way for me to be the successful online business owner that I want to be. Because how, how can I not when I'm owning who I am, when I'm standing in my worthiness, when I'm also showing up every day, you know, when I'm not just taking off, um, the label of being a business owner and an intuition coach and like taking it off and being like, all right, I don't have to be that anymore carrying that with me like through and through. And of course, not to the point where you feel like you have to work all the time and you have to work on the weekends, but really just owning it and like really owning that label. So I have to say, I mean, I definitely did all the work, you know, that Kelly outlined, like that you outlined in your course, Kelly, of, you know, putting together everything you need to put together and then going out and talking about it, going out educating people, um, about who you are and what you do, but it also feels like the energetics behind it also came down to me just owning the fact that, Hey, like I'm an intuition coach and this is what I can help you do. And this is who I am. And this is how you can work with me. That really, I think led me to, um, work with my first paid client within the first couple of weeks of me putting joy parade out into the world. <laughs> Yay. That is very exciting. That that's very, that's very fast too. And speed is a sign that you're in your genius. So to me, it's like, check, 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 check. It's, it's, yeah, I'm very, 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 very proud. Um, that's so awesome. And yes, that energetic part of, you know, your first business versus now I can so see my own story in that of like, 
you know, when I started doing this business, I was like super shy and I was nervous to share. I wouldn't talk about myself and it wasn't clear or simple and it was just confusing versus now I feel like I am very vocal about everything and I don't feel weird about sharing myself online and I've made everything really clear and I know who I'm targeting and just like the, the change in, in the energetics. I think you're right on, you're hitting the nail on the head when you're saying, you know, the energetics of that and gosh, so much of that energetic work comes from the inner work and, you know, showing up and putting yourself out there and trying and feeling and tweaking and trying again. And yeah, you, you're, you're totally doing it. So I'm very, very honored that I get to, you know, support you on your business journey. And I'm just so proud of everything you've created. One more kind of final question before we get to the final closing Q and a is one of the things that you had shared actually in your testimonial about your conscious empire was that before enrolling, you had this sort of lingering belief that it wasn't possible for you to help others and make money doing it. So how do you think, you know, this experience of working on your business, getting business coaching, enrolling in the course, putting yourself out there, booking your paid client, like how has that belief really changed? Yeah. I mean, it's totally changed that around. <laughs> <laughs> I can definitely see how it is possible. And I mean, again, I, I really have to talk about, um, your course, Kelly and your coaching. And I'm actually also in your mentorship community too, your, your, men your online mentorship program as well. And it all was so helpful to in turning that belief around. I mean, not only do you start every single learning, like your weekly learnings with a mindset, um, shift within you through journal prompts, through just talking about it and through bringing awareness, uh, with, within that person, you also just break things down in such a step-by-step -step way. So I really just felt like you are, you know, you were, you are my biggest cheerleader. You know, you're like the little angel sitting on my shoulder, <laughs> like you can do it, Nishi, you can do it. And not just saying that, but showing me like, oh my gosh, I can do it. You know, I can, I can hack email marketing. I can, I can make website copy. I can even sell. I can even market. These are, these are, um, these are ideas I really didn't have about myself before. I've gone through so much schooling, but surprisingly, I haven't really learned business in such a practical and applicable way until your course, honestly. And I think because of how, like how genuine you are, how much you share about your own journey, how you really have been in like my shoes basically. And then also how step-by-step -step you make everything. I mean, it's like you, you can't, you, you have to walk away feeling like this is doable for you. And I think you totally see like your students. I, I've seen you working with other people too on our on our group calls and the way that you see me, it's like, I believe in you through and through, you know, I believe in your message. I think it's such a great and such a helpful energy to be around. And then the content has been so, so like just accessible and so practical. And so step-by-step step that that really helped me to slowly change that belief around. I don't even, honestly, I don't even think about that belief. Even if, um, the other day, for example, I had, someone schedule a call with me and then they ended up, um, having to cancel it since they felt like working with me, just, it, it didn't feel like the right time right now. And I had looked at that email when I was already feeling a little down and, um, you know, just a little like tired. I, I felt very, just a, a bit more anxious. I was a bit more in my anxious mode. I had definitely looked at that email a bit 
you know, feeling sad and like, oh goodness, you know, Nishi, like how, how can you do this? What are you, what are you doing? And what's so nice though, is I'm able to now bounce back from that just much. I, I mean, I can bounce back from it, which is great, but I can also just bounce back from it much more quickly and much more easily. I think, um, I mean, it's, it's actually really why I even joined your mentorship program because I wanted to continue that support that I received from you. And I wanted to also continue to receive the step-by-step action plans as well, because it's so, so helpful in learning how to continue to navigate your way through, whether it's, you know, something great is happening in your business or something not so great is happening in your business. So yeah, I think I, yeah, I honestly, I don't even think of that belief that much. So, um, I, I do feel like the coaching your course and then also the mentorship now has been very, very vital in changing that around for me. Oh, I love that so much. And I'm so blown away that that belief, like, it's just, it, when, when old beliefs, you see them again, you're like, wow, that feels like an like once again, like a past lifetime or like another person. So I'm so glad that that has been cleared. And thank you so much for your kind words. I was getting like choked up and teary over here because that just means the absolute world to me. And, uh, with this book, oh my God, I've been writing it and being like, is anybody going to read this? Is this going to even help anybody? Like, is anybody going to think this is good? So those nice words just remind me that I am, I'm also on my right path. Um, cause I feel like I'm, st- <laughs> although I'm teaching all this, I'm like in the work with all of you in real time on just other projects and like other things. So I just so appreciate that. And that really hit home for me at the exact time I needed to hear it. So thank you. Now, I want to get into some closing Q&A here. So for the creative gal who's listening and wants to do her own thing and really tap into her genius and run a digital business that's based on her soul's calling, but is like really nervous to go for it or invest in herself or try or put herself out there, what would you say to her? Yeah, I love this question. I remember hearing your guests answer this (laughs) question in previous episodes. So I would definitely say you know, start to spend more time with your dreams instead of your fearful thoughts. Because if you're feeling nervous, which I have been there before, when you are in those mind stories, more and more of your ideas, maybe even sparks of action steps will start to come through. And I think the more time you can spend with that versus the negative thoughts, I mean, you know, everything will just start to not only feel doable, but also like you have no other option, but to follow your dreams. Mm, I love that. Yeah. Spending more time with your dreams. I was literally thinking, as you said that I was like, well, when this student becomes the master, (laughs) it's so true. I feel like you, you, you're so tapped in and tuned in and you're like, you're, you're a perfect coach. So I'm just already visualizing like you giving that kind of information and support to your, your, your clients. Um, and then if people want to hire you for intuition coaching or check out your website or your packages, where can they go do that? Yeah, definitely check out my website. It's so beautiful. It was mm-hmm. at Jenna Sunday studio. Um, so my website is joyparade.co. And if you, yeah, if you want to work with me, I would definitely, um, t- urge you to go to joyparade.co slash contact. So you can sign up for a free 60 minute consult call. These are so fun because we basically talk about all of those limiting beliefs that I had mentioned of how we want to let go of those. And we also talk about your dreams and your visions and 
everything you want to accomplish. So even just having this 60 minute chat, I feel so great after it too. But um, I promise you that you will also feel so great after chatting. I love that. And lastly, where can people, you know, get in touch with you, follow you on Instagram, that kind of good stuff, slide into your DMs and say hi. Yeah. So I'm on Instagram. It's at Joy Parade Co. And you can also reach out and, and email me. It's nishi at joyparade.co. And nishi um, is spelled N-I-S-H-I at joyparade.co. Yay. Perfect. I'll put all those links in the show notes and you can also get Nishi's freebie on her website. Um, and then get on her email list. I get your emails and I love uh, reading them. They go to my, they now go to my personal inbox. Um, so it's like when I, when they come out, I'm like, Oh, here's Nishi's email. And it's so aligning and fun. And I just love scrolling through it. It like sparks joy in, in like admits the, you know, like banking or it's time to pay your credit cards or like your final bill is due. Um, so thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you so much for, I'm just so proud of you and everything you've done and the devotion and hours and time and courage that has gone into you launching your business and, you know, you booking your first paid client and putting yourself out there and living in your genius. Like I am so proud of you. It means, it literally means the world to me when I see, you know, my students like you shine. So I just wanted to let you know that I'm just so honored that I get to be your business coach and your guide on your journey. And I just see, feel so grateful that, you know, our paths have crossed and I'm just so proud of you. And I hope the listeners are inspired by you and can, you know, resonate with your story. And also at the end of the day, believe that they can do it too. Cause you totally can, if you're listening out there. So thank you so much for coming on the show, Nishi. I so appreciate you. Thank you, Kelly. Thank you for everything. And I had so much fun today. So thank you. You are so welcome. All right, my friends. And there you have it. That is the show for you today. I so hope you enjoyed this conversation with Nishi. I hope it inspired you. I hope it made you feel like your visions and highest dreams and what you truly desire is possible for your life too, because it so is. It really is. If you put your mind to it and you just go out there and shine your bright light. And I know this sounds like really cheesy and kind of spiritual and kind of weird, but it's, it's so true when you have the courage to really play big and put yourself out there and absolutely try your best. That is where the magic happens and the possibility and all the good stuff. So Nishi is just such a perfect example of, you know, what's possible when you try and when you lean to your genius and you give it a solid go. So I'm very proud of Nishi. And yeah, if you love this episode, please make sure you leave a review for the podcast wherever you listen to your shows. If you are listening on Apple Podcasts, ratings and reviews are super helpful to me as a podcaster. It helps me get more awesome guests for you on the show and it helps other people find the podcast too. So if you could leave me a rating and review and make sure you're subscribed to the show because I'm writing my book right now, the cadence is a bit different and we are only doing two shows per month versus four shows that usually come out per month. So make sure you're still subscribed for all of the good stuff. And last but not least, if you haven't taken my free quiz yet, I would absolutely love to support you in finding your genius and you can take the quiz. It's totally free and it's at kellytrack.com slash Genius. Over 5,000 people have taken the quiz and figured out their genius. And I'd love to help you find yours so that you can go on and pursue the work that you were born to do and do the work that you were destined to do in this lifetime. So thanks so much for tuning in and for being here. I so appreciate you. If you listen to the end of the show, extra gold stars for you. Those people, you are the best. <laughs> so I appreciate you. I'm sending you good energy your way. I hope something awesome happens.
happens to you today. And most importantly, keep going, keep believing in yourself. You can do it. You are, you're so close. Like, you know, you're, you're maybe just one idea away and one action away from what you truly desire. So I believe in you. I see you showing up. I see you tuning into the show and keep going. All right. That's everything. Take care and I'll catch you back here soon. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening today. If you love this episode, please take a second to share it with somebody that you know needs to hear this message. And if you feel so called and so moved, please write an honest review of what you think about this podcast in iTunes and leave me some stars. That would truly help me out on my journey to helping millions and millions of people. And until next time, have a lovely day and I'm so excited to see you back here soon.